Hello, friends and comrades. We have a really special treat for you today. We've uh, we've organized a large brigade. We've uh, crossed the Brandywine. We've come up bunk, uh, Monkey Hill, and we're uh, we're bringing you a uh, a show here from Jessica Scrain headquarters. It's a campaign launch, and we're going to beat Chris Coons. Uh, we've tried to tell you that we're going to fight every battle. We're going to fight everywhere, and we're going to start making a difference. Uh, we have about two dozen people here already here in the mid-afternoon. Uh, we're going to talk to the candidate. We're going to talk to some of the volunteers here. We're going to talk about our platform, and we're going to give you some information to get involved. So uh, we're going to walk around, see who we can pull in, and uh, see if we can have a good time. All right, fellas, left is best. Uh, we're back, friends. Uh, we have commandeered uh, the Jess for Delaware field director. Hi. Jamie Rubin. Hi again. What you don't know is that Jamie has been working behind the scenes in sort of a CIA-esque type role for, for many years. And now, <laughs> CIA-esque. <laughs> Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what. Here, I'll, I'll say it right for you. No, no, we'll keep it. No, so, yeah, yeah, you know I what? keep I, it. Here, here's, here's, my, here's my problem. Every time I make a mistake, Carl keeps it in. Every you time somebody else makes a mistake. You can't see Carl's mistakes. He's probably fucking up constantly. You don't know what he's doing on the laptop. You don't know like how the audio levels are. It's incredible. Think, it's incredible how unfair they are to you. I and I'm like, here to defend you. On I feel your like my audio is too tinny. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it's Carl's yeah, fault. Terrible, terrible. So, about uh, that campaign. Yes, the campaign. Mm -hmm. um, I see you uh, in the other room here at the HQ uh, coordinating. You're, 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 you're dictating. Yeah. You're running around in circles behind a lot of volunteers. <laughs> That's um, like I'm not doing anything at all. You actually are doing something. Okay. And you're going to explain to everybody exactly what you're doing right now and how uh, what what we're doing for this kickoff today and uh, what you've been doing for the last, uh, I guess, 12 hours or so. Yeah, so um, Jess launched her campaign today out of her house. It was a digital launch, meaning it was focused almost entirely on voter contact and volunteer contact from people that served on previous previous campaigns. Is we want to activate them day one, um, and we want to keep them going until, you know, for the next 10 months because that how we win and uh we got these people through hard work last time and we want to keep them engaged and win this and i'm pretty sure we will yeah i mean you've talked about uh some of the some of the canvassing and some of the text campaigns you already have going and just right out of the blocks it's like uh you're, you're off yeah um, like <clears throat> how many how many texts do you plan on sending today and, and make phone calls like what's the number you're hitting so about like twelve thousand texts yeah. and uh phone calls uh off the top of my head a lot <laughs> <laughs> an awful lot um the other thing i want you to give us some information on uh is the act blue mm -hmm. because uh, as we know coons is, uh, is corporately funded yeah. it's going to bring uh, a war chest don't don't forget the companies that profit off the ice concentration camps because they love chris coons yeah well he's taking like hundred eighty thousand dollars from them yeah he's taking money from from them he's taking yeah. money from big pharma who not is cool running up our our, our health uh health care costs you know what's funny 
I've never taken any money from uh, companies that fund concentration camps or make money off of them. I am not funded by concentration camps. Certain senators can't say the same, which is interesting. Yeah, the, the, the Just for Delaware campaign will not be funded by, uh, concentration, by concentration camps. camps. Yep. They won't be, she won't be funded by um, oil or, or fossil fuel industry. Mm -hmm. She won't be funded by pharmaceutical companies. Uh, she won't be funded by any like um, like the, the, the venture capitalist firms. She's going to be funded completely grassroots on like the the, the Bernie program. Um, so all small donations are greatly appreciated. Um, there is an Act Blue up. What's the particular Act Blue? Uh? Um, so the easiest way to get to it would be justfordelaware.com and press the big red donate button, or go to um, I'm looking at my phone for the link. It's uh, secure.actblue.com slash donate slash Jess something. I would just go to JessForDelaware.com. Press the red folks, button. Jess, two S's, for Delaware.com. Press the red button and give something that has two zeros in it. 100, maybe, 200. Maybe it's a good. white button. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's a white button. On it's, my phone, it's a white button now. It says have, the word if you If you're using Jamie's phone, which I don't know why you would be, but it could be a white button, hit the button that says donate. And and uh, give us you know three four hundred bucks yeah that uh, each person. So what I've noticed is these campaigns run best when the numbers are funny. So we take four hundred twenty dollars, sixty nine dollars, four hundred twenty dollars and sixty nine cents. But we want those donations so we can put it into this grassroots campaign and really do something for the working class in Delaware. And that's uh, electing Justice Rain on September fifteenth, twenty twenty. Absolutely. So everybody. Jess for Delaware, two S's. It's on Twitter, Jess for Delaware. Uh, got the act blue. Just start talking it up. There's, a, there's obviously a way to, uh, to contact the campaign, too, if you want to come out and knock doors, if you yeah. want to come out and make calls, uh, if you want to help out. Look, it's grassroots. Um, you know the program. You know what we're doing. Um, there's a lot of energy here, uh, yeah. and a lot of it has to do with what Jamie's doing right now. Probably. Nice. Probably. Right. Probably has to do with me. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, please come knock doors this uh, every weekend, every day. It's a state, so just knock doors. Tell people uh, we we've got a lot of work to do, but I'm confident we can do it because we've got easily the best team in Delaware. <laughs> but it's a low bar, but still, we've got the best team in Delaware. <laughs> nice, folks. Uh, we're gonna pull some more people in. The excitement's going to build. We're doing it. We're doing it. Friends and comrades, I'm very happy to introduce to you uh, another hero, warrior of uh, north of the Brandywine, uh, Jessica Scarain. Uh, I'm happy to have you uh, here and let me set up here. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me in my campaign HQ. Yeah, so um, so you're doing it. You're going yeah. head to head with uh, our our sworn enemy, Chris Coons. <laughs> how do you feel? First day kickoff. How do how you feel? Feels awesome. The energy in this house has been pretty great. It's a house, the HQ, by the way. Yeah. Well, we don't uh, have, it doesn't you matter. know, um, we've had an amazing team of volunteers here helping us out. We've been making phone calls and texts and hearing from people all day. So I've been like amp on all this energy that's coming through uh, the house today. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty amped this morning <laughs> yeah. myself, knowing I was coming to come over here and do this. Yeah. Um, so, 
you haven't run for anything before and you made this decision <laughs> to, to like do this, which yeah. um, I, I dig it. So walk us through uh, sort of what your mindset was and what was your motivation to do this? Yeah, absolutely. So in the work that I do within Wilmington and the state of Delaware from a volunteer perspective, I have become the board president of Girls Inc. of Delaware. And part of that role has been to fundraise, to support the programming that we put forth for girls who are in under-resourced communities throughout our state. And another part is to advocate for their rights and ensure that our state is passing laws to protect those rights. So that is really one of the ways where I've gotten really um, closer to politics and government is through that work. I really saw the way that government can, can harm a few years ago when our state tried to balance its budget on the backs of some of the most vulnerable people in Delaware by cutting funding to public education, nonprofits, and social services that people rely on. And I saw that that meant what we did have was already so fragile and that you have to keep fighting every day to make sure that what you have stays there and that we can get more. So it's made me recognize that there's a broken system here and it's keeping people in power in power. It's protecting pe the few people who are wealthy and already powerful and abusing so many other people. And I want to work to break that down. And I think Delaware especially needs a senator who's going to work against that, who's going to try to take corporation, co corporate power away and return that power to people. Yeah, no, that, you're, you're speaking our language. That's exactly, <laughs> what, that's exactly what we preach all the time, that um, austerity and making mm -hmm. tweaks and making cuts and making deals within the system yeah. uh, almost always hurts the most vulnerable people. Yeah. Uh, almost always ensures that powerful people stay in power and, mm -hmm. they, they, and, and they keep what they have and are able to accumulate more um, just on the back of, you know, tweaks and, and technocratic stuff. Yeah, and that makes people feel disillusioned and disengaged. If you start talking technocratic language and talking about tax credits and the, the cutoffs for receiving things, people just tune out. They don't understand that. They are being systemically kept out of the process by things like that. And Senator Coons just co-sponsored a bill that would do exactly what you're talking about, that would basically auto create automatic austerity um, if a, a proposal was not meeting the kind of spending uh, thresholds that were set. So he is already pushing these policies and doing harm to Delawareans. Yeah, how do you think, you know, we have a very unique sort of situation here because of the size of the state mm -hmm. and the way that things operate. So there are, quote unquote, Democrats here. There are even liberals or people who think they're progressive mm -hmm. here who are, are really maybe not as open to this argument that yeah. actually Chris Coons is bad for you. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you know him because it's a small state and he'll mm -hmm. come to your event and shake your hand. Uh, but really when it comes down to it, he ensures that Trump's judges are mm -hmm. uh, confirmed. He ensured that Pompeo was confirmed by changing his vote yeah. to president. Um, and he's spoken out many times and we've covered it uh, on the podcast and just said things that really don't, don't seem to me to, to jive with you know the the feeling of the party the groundswell of grassroots support yeah and for systemic change and knock down some of these obstacles where you know coons is somebody in my opinion who is there to to man those obstacles mm -hmm. and keep those obstacles there to keep everything working just like this right but i mean you're going to come you're going to you're going to come across people who really don't understand that systemic part of yeah. it yeah how do you i mean how, how have you um 
how have you felt like you're going to be able to articulate that systemic obstacle part of it for folks who don't who just think Coons is a liberal and it doesn't matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think part of the reason that people feel that way is because we have been so hesitant to have primaries in our state. We have um, sat back and let people kind of sit in positions until they decide to retire or decide to seek another role. Um, and what that does is it makes people just accept the choice that they're given rather than recognize that they can have more choice. And we, by not running people in primaries, we haven't given people that choice. So I think that's one step that's really important, just to continue asking questions in primaries, holding people accountable. I think that you talked about how people really like that Delaware is small and they can meet their politicians. But I think that's good in some ways, but I think it makes people stop at, well, they seem like a good neighbor and it doesn't um, drive them to look into, well, what are they actually doing? Because they seem kind to them. But what I think that we can do is by actually also meeting all of the people in Delaware that we're gonna knock on doors and meet and actually talk to, that we can also establish that rapport and have an opportunity to say to them like, I'm also a good neighbor, and here's the the actions that I will actually take to back that up. And I think it, when I do call out to people the actions that Chris Coons is taking that don't back up him calling himself a progressive Democrat, they start to question it, and they start to say things like, oh, he's a Democrat? Like, why is he doing those things? So I think every opportunity that we have to knock on a door and talk about those things is going to put us in a better position to both increase the way that people feel good about me being a good neighbor and also kind of... Um, at some of the misconceptions that they have about what he's doing in Washington. Yeah, absolutely. So let's take a few minutes while we have it just to go sure. through like the, the the litany because if you look bullet point by bullet point, um, you can draw a pretty stark contrast. <laughs> uh, Medicare for all, you're mm-hmm. a... Pro. <laughs> Green New Deal, you're a... Pro. Uh, you know, uh, education stuff. I know. Yeah, you're big that's on really that. important to me. Uh, f- minimum wage, at least fifteen dollars an at hour. At least, gotta yeah, get that so, up. Yeah, that's so, something that Chris Coon says is too high. <laughs> yes. yes. So, so again, um, there is a hunger for this kind of program. Mm-hmm. Um, we see it at the very local level with yeah. some of the state reps who are challenging. We see it at the highest level uh, with Bernie challenging. Mm-hmm. And so people sort of understand that there is a program that we can we can look to push across all the political exactly. spectrum. And I, I think it's, yeah, I think it's super important. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what else, what, what else uh, are some of your priorities? What are you, how are you drawing uh, sort of a contrast yeah. between you and Senator Coons and, and what are you gonna be talking about at the doors when you get the opportunity? Mm-hmm. The, at the highest level, the contrast is that I'm putting forth a platform that focuses on putting people over profits so that we can actually build a country that works for all of us. So that's what I'm trying to do with the core. And the way that I think we get there is through equitable education so actually delivering on the promise of free public education that we have undercut by defunding it over the course of years. Um, so that to me means ensuring that education, public education is free and universal from childcare and pre-K years all the way through higher education. We know that a high school diploma is not the same as what it was a generation ago. And a lot of people need more education to get a job and have and be successful. So we know that we already provide a high school education for free. We need to also be providing a college education for free. I also believe in creating, investing in our schools so that they become the centers of strength in neighborhoods so that we get back to having community schools. I know that's a problem here in Wilmington where if there's a school in my neighborhood that very few kids 
in, in my, around my neighborhood go to. And that the system of our public education here has been broken by defunding and by the segregation that has happened in our schools and continues to happen in our schools. So these are all things that we need to work on fixing. I also believe that housing is a right. Um, there is no excuse in a country as wealthy as ours to have anyone who's homeless. We can completely eradicate that problem. We need to ensure that everyone has a safe and affordable home. I believe in, again, Medicare for all, universal health care. That to me is, you know, the Sanders plan. It's no premiums, no copays, no deductibles. You go to the doctor and it's free at the point of service. And we get the profit profit motive out of healthcare. It is healthcare is not a place for profits. It's a right that people deserve. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. I, I, I think in, in we've talked about this and in the show, and mm -hmm. you and I have talked about it. When you support universal programs. It, it actually is easier yeah. because you don't have to explain to people, oh, well, yeah. you know, you can do this or you mm -hmm. can do that. or if you, And then, you know, it's means tested in this way and yeah. you may qualify or you may qualify, as you said, for a tax credit that yeah. you can use depending on your where you fall. You don't have to explain any of that. Yeah. These are universal things that people as citizens should have Absolutely. because of the, the wealth and the, and the, and right. the what, this, what this country yeah, is. Yeah, I believe we deserve it. I believe I that do, we I should ask too. more of our government. Yeah. And I think that we should ask them to be accountable to the tax dollars that we give them. And I don't think we have been. I think that we've sat back and allowed our military budget to explode and everything else to suffer as a result. And I think that it's time that we started to look at like, what is what are we actually doing for our people? And how are we ensuring that they have a dignified standard of living? Yeah. So you mentioned the military budget. Mm -hmm. You know, the one thing you push back, everybody always gets is the the, the trope, how you're going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we already I already have the money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and how do we get? And uh, that's exactly right. Well, I think what people don't understand is the money's the money is actually there. Yeah. Um, we just, you know, th obviously there are there. Are, I like the wealth tax idea. I like Bernie's idea about taxing uh, high-velocity trades on mm -hmm. Wall Street. All of the things that the additional funding and tapping, you know, tapping big business, tapping uh, huge oligarchs mm -hmm. and, and, and inherited wealth, um, the money is there. Yeah. Um, we just well, have to make an idea like we, we don't need to cut things on the back of people. We give them yeah, universal things. Exactly. And I think one point that we often overlook is that we're already paying for all of these things. Like everyone is already paying for healthcare, but they are paying it to a private company who bakes in a profit margin, who bakes in huge bonuses and huge salaries, who bakes in decisions about actually rationing their care. And so we have no problem when an insurance company actually comes between you and your doctor. So these things are already happening, but we we don't question giving a private company profits. Yet we, we for some reason, react negatively when we say that the money's going to go to the government, not take a profit out of it, and actually deliver services back to us. Yeah, I mean, so, there was a story just, just <laughs> yesterday, the front page of the New York Times, which and I looked at, let's just be honest, um, <laughs> you know, the, the, with, with, with the new uh, tax scheme, you know, FedEx was able to pay yeah. zero in taxes. Yeah. And there are no, a number, there's just another, another one of the litany of huge, huge right. corporations making profit doing business and paying paying nothing back so right. and they're, they're using, using our roads they're, they're using, using our airports yeah, they're, they're using, using our resources publicly no, yeah. funded things absolutely right absolutely <laughs> right well i'm gonna let you go because it's starting to pick up in here um 
I congratulate you on this launch. Thank you know, you. you have this. You have a, you have a legion of us behind you. <laughs> we're not. We are not going to leave you. Uh, we're not going to leave. We're going to do that. this. It's going to take actually, a lot of people. I'm. I'm. I'm just absolutely buzzing in here. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> Me too. So Jess, thanks a lot. We'll talk again soon. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, look at like that's the like principle of like dedicating a lot of time to one-on-ones like they take a long time when you're sitting down with someone for an hour or whatever but like that's and also like you might have a success rate of I don't know maybe 10% of the people you sit down with are going to be like super committed and gung-ho about it but still if you sit down with like 100 people and you find 10 organizers like even though it's a lot of time I mean think of what 10 dedicated organizers can do in a state like Delaware you know it is a total game changer you can you can run a statewide campaign with 10 organizers. So sitting down here with me is friend of show, warrior, Kirsten Walther, who was also just happens to be running a campaign to retire Chris Coons. How about well, that? Helping to run. Okay, we'll say being a... a the, one Many of, hands involved. Correct. Yeah. But you're, the, you're, but, but you're, you're coordinating the hands. You're thinking about what the I'm, hand should I'm be doing. I'm trying my best, yeah. Yeah. This is exciting. It's really exciting. Um, I have been a pretty vocal opponent of Chris Coons uh, for many years. Pretty much everything he stands for, his political philosophy, uh, his voting history. Um, but, like, frankly, before the 2018 election, I really didn't envision something like this as possible in Delaware. Like, I, as much as I wanted to think that there was, like, a real appetite for this kind of platform, like, I didn't really see it. I wasn't in circles of people who were, like, talking about it. Um, but yeah, 2018 was obviously like a lot of us were involved in the carry campaign and we, I would say the vast majority of us had never worked on a campaign before. Um, we were put into leadership positions where like we kind of were just trying to figure it out as we went because we had never done it before. Like I went from never having even knocked a door to like being a volunteer coordinator for a U.S. Senate campaign, which is wild you know it's not a probably not best practice for like you know other campaigns but like we kind of just we really believed in the mission and we believed in building progressive power throughout the state and building working class power so we thought you know what the hell give it a shot yeah that's it it's I, we were just i was just talking in there to uh, to also friend of show erica gutierrez yes and we were just talking about how like people are most effective organizers when they gravitate towards something that they sort of like to do or like they're good at or like they have some sort of affinity to it. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, we were just talking about how to place people to do things that you do that, you do the thing that you, and you know, you, yeah. you've, you, you sort of got into that. And by the end, I mean, every day I was in that office, I was, you were, you were hard at work. You had mm -hmm. maps out. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, and everybody was just so inspired. And this is already sort of like, brought a lot of people together in here today yeah so i'm starting to get pretty buzzed and a lot of the people who were like in leadership roles on this campaign were also first timers during carrie's campaign and like all of the tech infrastructure and the people power and like the just the re general resources were a lot of them were built during that time you know 
we were being trained up and we were connecting with new people and we were learning from our mistakes and everything. And we kind of, because of the campaign and the spirit of the campaign and just like the, you know, how it is with running this campaign that's not really expected to um, to do anything, like we were given leeway to make mistakes and to try new things. Um, and so like also huge credit to like the leadership team with the that U.S. Senate race because um, like it was a priority for them to be like training us up and making sure that we were having a good experience and like I'm always gonna be super grateful for that and I really hope that's what this campaign can be for other people like my probably number one goal would be um, training new field organizers like I think that would be a great metric of success to see if we had like a large group of semi-autonomous field organizers who were able to do outreach and training and you know be just grow like a really solid distributed field operation um because that's why we're doing this it's not just about the obviously winning is important because you need to pick up seats to um be able to wield your political power to like pass an agenda but um we are really committed to building power through this campaign um as part of like the larger movement in Delaware and I feel really excited about like our potential to do that because just we've come so far in the past couple years and a lot of us really were starting at zero um and I can't imagine how much more we're gonna learn I can't imagine how many more people we're gonna meet how many more um connections we're gonna make with national folks and everything um and just like getting to share with more voters like we make the affirmative case for policies like single payer and you know talking about what a federal jobs guarantee would look like talking about you know why decriminalizing sex work would make people safer all of these things that like i think you can talk through with people who might not necessarily support it first but like you can make a good case for um and that's really important because like at the end of the day we don't have the numbers for some of these policies we do for like you know medicare for all has very high um approval ratings like yes i think you know the political will is is there for that um some of the other things though you know maybe we need to keep pushing but i think like because ultimately what we're fighting for is like for like justice and equity for the majority, you know, like bringing justice and equity to like yeah, I think the, way the working class who like are going to benefit from these policies. So basically like yes. we just have to. Yes. Okay, More guys. celebrities just walked Sorry. in. Friend, um, of, friend of show and sorry. friend of show. No, go ahead. So Kristen, um, yeah, Jamie, I think is doling out assignments. Yeah. Um, we can yeah. we can wrap up. All, all yeah. I was going to say that was Sorry, that was they beautifully got really off the rails at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't. It's beautifully put because I think I mean, and you already see it in a short period of time. There's insurgent campaigns uh, around the state yeah. for uh, 
the house and at, like, at state look seeds, at just like, and you just yeah. and when you spread that out and you're able yeah. to activate and organize in those well, pockets. Like, look at the reverberations just of the Bernie 2016 campaign. Someone yeah. like Medina talks about like how Bernie's campaign was inspiring, and like look at how many people like AOC says that that was you know a large part of like her spoke to Alex around. Rojas yeah uh, a couple yeah, weeks ago and she said things. the same thing she right. was inspired by Bernie yeah. and then she was part of the group that inspired all of us yeah and there's just it it's so exciting to think about like when you run these campaigns like there are gonna be reverberations beyond just like the ballot box that one particular day and I think people were inspired by Carrie I hope we can run a campaign that inspires people um and yeah i cannot wait to hear the death knell of the delaware way oh i'll tell you <laughs> i've 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 been at some big like uh, results parties and none of them have been great so far uh, but I have, a, I just have a sneaky suspicion I, oh boy i mean you lose a lot more than you win but like that's what we say. We you take win a lot some of, of them. Going, Eventually, yeah. you do win some of them. Yep. And, and that's the, and, the, and the only way, you're, like yeah. you said, the only way you're going to build grassroots support. You know, the, the, the what happened to labor unions is not going to repair itself in like an election cycle. Mm -hmm. It's going to take grassroots everywhere to do with electoral politics and everything. Yeah. So you just have to look at it that way. Yeah. It's a movement, and you just got to keep getting getting victories where you can. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got a text from a friend today. Um, telling me that one of her friends had reached out and said that like two people who aren't engaged in politics at all had texted this friend of a friend saying oh hey like this campaign reached out to me today that's really cool and like that's super dope that like we were able from last year to build the infrastructure to be able to reach people who like don't ever get spoken to about politics yeah. and to get them excited and yeah, and, and, like, and establishment really establishment people don't care about this and that's why right. this, that, that's why well, actually I, mean, I like they will explicitly say that it's impossible to build capacity in Delaware so it's not worth actually reaching out to volunteers to which I say I see a lot okay, of campaign like, you know, I see some I see campaign <laughs> uh, attached people walking around here you say that and snickering so I, I feel like this is something that's said all the time the thing is like I as the volunteer of a coordinator of a campaign like I know that's wrong because I know how many like people in the hundreds reached out you know there's probably 250 300 people who had never volunteered before who had reached out to us and uh, yeah of course you're not going to have like a hundred percent retention rate with people but that's to be expected and that's how it is anywhere like you identify people who are really excited you give them leadership tasks to you know kind of prove that they're committed to show that they can do good work and you keep training them up and that's exactly why we have people now who had never volunteered before who can, you know, do vote builder modeling or who can run a texting program or who can, you know, do volunteer coordination because we found people who are excited about the candidate, about the platform, about, I don't know, could be their friend joining. And we really try to nurture the relationship. Um, a lot of us just being a nice person and like making connections with people based on shared values. Um, and if you don't know something, saying, hey, you know, I will try to help you figure that out. And I will try to get you the resources you need. Just doing the, like, there's no shortcut for just working together with people and um, building relationships and helping each other. And I think, like, essentially, like, that is, that's just how it's got to be. 
Yeah, normally I would say, you know, stop giving the game away or telling everybody what we're doing, but it's not a secret. Well, it's just hard work. It's just, yeah, it's just hard thing, work, like. and we're going to keep doing it. <laughs> Everybody's jazzed up. Um, I, I know I, so. I, I'm going to let you go. Okay, yeah. I will Sorry, tell you this, because I, uh, I, <laughs> I know you got to believe me. I saw uh, earlier we were out here, I think, when we were talking to Jamie, and, yes. uh, and uh, Joanna was like taking a nap on the corner of that sofa. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's things are happening at, at are. breakneck speed. It very... Yeah, everything happens so much, as they say. <laughs> also, they—they, they, uh, I'm I'm the oldest person in this house of like there's probably thirty people in this house now. Yeah. And I just saw a a TikTok video produced in the kitchen. Yes. So I, well, I'm gonna tell you, I'm on the I'm cutting like edge. I'm too right old now. to use TikTok, I think, as well. Well, that's why I laughed when I saw Margaret in I'm it because much I laughed because younger uh, than you because but. Margaret said she was too old to be in it, which made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kobe yeah. just walked in. He just said he's already. It's already on the street. It's already on the internet. <laughs> it's burning up the tracks. All right. You can cut uh, that part out of my interview. <laughs> I don't need that in there. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Kirsten. We're gonna keep You're pushing. Uh, all the links are gonna be on, on there. We're probably we're gonna yes. try to find maybe one more person or cut a close. But yes. And um, also, just as a call to donate, um, we are not gonna be putting this money towards you know television ads or tons of glossy mailers. Uh, we're going to be. Paying people to be knocking doors and you know doing work with voter outreach, um, and we're not obviously we're not going to have anything close to the money that Senator Coons has. However, um, we do have people who are willing to organize, and we have people who are really invested in like building long term here. So please, your dollar will go so much further giving to a campaign like this, then, you know, his dollars are going to go. Um, we greatly appreciate donations and we'll make great use of the money. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, it's, it's, you can see it here tonight. There's going to be a, an army of organizers and volunteers that just share values that are about um, Medicare for all, making sure people have health care, fair housing, making sure people aren't homeless, uh, green new deal to make sure the planet doesn't burn and people have a jobs guarantee and so that we can move along in a in a in a proper social fashion, these people all believe it, and we're going to find more people to believe it because they're out there. And so, you know, please consider donating. Consider hitting up the website uh, and volunteer, make phone calls, knock doors, because that's how this is going to go. You know, you're not going to hear a bunch of dumb stuff on television. We're going to be we're going to be out speaking to people yeah. and bringing them in, training people up. And it's a whole movement. So get on board now. Yes. Let's see who else we can rope in. Thank you, Kirsten. Okay. I never had the chance to like introduce my name, like uh, how they do it in Inglorious Bastards, like Antonio Margarete. We'll do it, Daniel. <laughs> give Daniel Carapesi. Carapesi. <laughs> Because when you have the, and it's good to have the multiple syllables. You gotta have the multiple syllables. Yeah. It's not a real Italian name unless it has the multiple syllables. Yeah. So uh, we've pulled in Dan. I, I guess you've heard all of that introduction. That's all. Uh, I'll cut some. Carapesi, yeah, not, not the full thing. Antonio Margarete. <laughs> Roberto Vanella. Okay, we're gonna stop. <clears throat> so Dan is here uh, making calls tonight. Uh, he is a uh, an all around political aficionado. Word we'll use. Um, Politics doer. There you go. Uh, so, what brought you out tonight, especially? Um, Jamie drugged me here in chains, and <laughs> I really had no option. No, I uh, 
Well, actually, well, Jamie did kind of get me involved with this campaign pretty early on, but I met him through um, organizing for Bernie Sanders, which I've um, done since coming to this state. And so I thought, you know, like um, her, along with a lot of other really good uh, progressive candidates that have been popping up in Delaware, I thought, you know, there's there's some purpose here. I enjoy doing this, and this race especially feels like a really exciting one, taking on Chris Coons. And, um, yeah, we had tons. Yeah. I mean, it was, an, it was an exciting day. In and out, people were, uh, you know, I saw, like I said, I told somebody else, I saw TikTok uh, pr- uh, being produced. Never mm-hmm. thought I would see something like that. Yeah, Molly's raising the roof over down the sofa. <laughs> Woo! This campaign's already incredibly <laughs> online. So, uh so, do, so you you were online today doing uh, social media stuff. Did you do mm-hmm. calls today too? Yeah, I did some calling. Uh, did some texting. Nice. What'd yeah. you hear on the phone? Anything? Uh, anything interesting? Um, good stories. Yeah, nothing too interesting so far. Um, everything's been pretty straightforward. Um, got a couple texts here and there of people that are like, "Oh, fuck you, socialists," and good. I guess that's, that's to good. be expected. But it's actually, good. every yes, all the that. calls I've had today have been pretty smooth. Very good. Very good. Well, this is going to be a long slog, uh, but yeah. I'm 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 very very excited. Now, are you, uh, you a student as well? With yeah. The, with the, okay, so you're you're part of the Carl contingent. Mm-hmm. I, I assume you saw that uh, Medina just uh, endorsed uh, our friend Jess this afternoon. Mm. Uh, that's exciting. Absolutely, uh, Carl. I'm, I'm sure is, is this the first time you're hearing of this? Were you, were you aware of this? What? He's not paying attention. <laughs> but there's. There, <laughs> We're all starting to go a little crazy here, as a matter <laughs> of fact. <laughs> yeah, we saw, I saw... We have Skrain brain. Yeah, we have Skrain brain. <laughs> uh, I did see uh, a few people take, just sit on a couch with three other people, but take a nap somehow, sitting up. That was fun. Uh, I saw Kobe stand on a folding chair, which I definitely felt was not the greatest idea I've ever seen. It's brave. A lot, a lot of stuff has happened today. Is Jamie still, uh, Jamie still pulling the... Uh, yeah, he's still pulling the strings over there. Yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're dying. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was a hell of a first day. I think there's a lot of excitement for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's gonna build over time. I'm really happy that stuff is like sort of started out so early and so strong because it has yeah. a lot, there's a lot of time now to um, you know to push forward with it. And the, and, the, and to do the real kind of organizing, you know, yeah. going door to door, guys cutting turf, banging on doors. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, doing the hard work. Yeah. So what other? So you've 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 been, you've worked for Bernie mm-hmm. uh, and for Jess. Have you been uh, what, been involved in any other sort of uh, campaign stuff or organizing or political stuff around here? Uh, yeah. The first person that I got involved with doing some volunteering for besides Bernie was uh, Eric Morrison. Because I actually met him at the organizing party that I went to uh, for Bernie when they did the kickoff. And I, I learned about him and he told us about his campaign and everything that he was doing there. Um, and then from there, getting involved with the DSA on campus kind of led me to the other campaigns uh, like Medina's. Um, I haven't done anything for them yet, but uh, Stephanie Berry's, uh, Jamie's told me about Larry Lambert, who I got out for once. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. All, all, all friends of show. I mean, mm-hmm. we were talking earlier with um, Kirsten and just how important it's going to be, because everybody's sort of on the same page. So you're organizing sort of everywhere. Yeah. In Christiana, in Claymont, in Newark, here right in Wilmington, uh, in you know, in Kent. So it's you know, 
it really helps push the message because it's a consistent message. It's a universal message. Mm-hmm. So when you knock on a door, you can pretty much say the same thing. Yeah. You're saying, oh, and by the way, there's a national candidate here, or you know, there's a candidate for city council as well. You know, and it helps because it's a it's a consistent universal message. Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I think it's one of the uh, really cool things about all the different races at different levels going on here in Delaware, including Jess's now, is that everybody really does has the same platform. Uh, it makes it really easy to canvas voters because you don't have to change what you say at all. And even actually something I noticed today um, amidst all the excitement in the replies to Jess was um, this is, you know, sticking true nationwide, too. We got a lot of voters that are like, oh, well, I'm, you know, Bernie gang and um, we got to support each other. And, you know, a lot of people that are like, oh, Green New Deal, Medicare for all, I'm in. So, you know, locally and nationally, um, it definitely there is definitely this this sort of unified message coalescing and uh, it's powerful yeah it really is I mean <clears throat> when you when you're able to tell somebody because I was I was online today too uh, you know talking to uh, some folks getting the word out <clears throat> and uh, one of the people in the group was like yeah this is great because you know we don't like coons it's an obstacle to change but like what you know hadn't seen any of the literature or anything just was like okay well what's the what's happening with this candidate what is this candidate about and all you have to say is it's the Bernie program. Yeah. It's solidarity with people who think uh, health care is a right, a human right as a human being, who think housing is, mm-hmm. who think we have to do something about a Green New Deal and a jobs plan. We need, you know, universal pre-K all the way through college in, in some fashion. Um, you know, we have to start offering that. And when you can when you can spread that message so easily and just say, this, mm-hmm. this, is, the, this is the way we have to go, you know, it's, it, it sells itself. You don't have to sell it, sells itself. Yeah, we're still gonna sell Hello, it though. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very um, it really it really sticks with people because you know, people, um, especially the more that they've struggled in their lives or if they're struggling now, like they know what this platform would do for them. Um, they know how important it is to them because they've had so many bad experiences in the healthcare industry or just with education and everything. And um, it, I think it just further goes to show how desperately like we need to make these basic changes because the majority of people. Um, in this state, especially, are just very much in need of them. Yeah, and that's and that's the the the, the, the people in power are interested in sort of technocratic things that make yeah. no uh, you know meaningful material impact uh, really to anything. You know, you give a little here, you take a little there. Yeah. Um, you you take your money on the side and, and everything just keeps going on. <clears throat> that you know that's untenable. I think everybody appreciates that, especially younger people appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's great to go out with a with a message like that that says, not only is this our program, but for people who are skeptical or cynical or have been disenfranchised, this program understands that and says yes. There's the reason you you feel that way is not it's not your fault. Yeah, the system is developed to make you feel that way, and we can change that if you want to get involved and you want to organize and you want to yeah you want to do yeah. It's it's kind of funny when someone uh, tells you that Democrats suck and you're just like yeah I agree. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's actually makes it it's an interesting it's an interesting way to be able to talk to people because you're like well I don't vote because of this. Yeah, right. I know I completely agree with you. This is why we're not doing it like that. Like everything that you don't like, we we appreciate that. We're trying to address that. What do you think? What are your things? And you can start a discussion that way and really engage people who. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's a way to to bring people back into the process or just bring them into the process that never felt really compelled by it in the first place. And uh, 
it, it really does make an impact. I mean, I've had conversations with some voters um, for Bernie where they were saying how like they just don't like anything that's going on in the country right now. And just going into it a little bit, you can really find some some connections. And everything that they say tends to be very valid because there is a lot of just nothing going on, nothing getting done. And it's it's valid for people to feel that way. It's valid for people to feel uh, left out and pushed out of this process and bringing those people back in and, and giving them something that they really believe in, especially after not wanting to participate for so long is is uh, one of the probably best things about campaigns like these. Yeah, I think what people don't um, don't really get, and it's, it's it's exactly what you're describing. The reason that it's gotten so bad, or you feel like things are just grinding to a halt, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a circus. National politics is a circus. State politics, barely anything gets done, uh, and people see that. But that's a long time coming. It didn't just happen. Yeah. You know, that's 45 years in the making. Yeah, it's been people's whole lives. Yeah, and so when people say, well, this is what they're, what they're feeling is, is true. And so it's not just, you know, Donald Trump. It's everything. It's Chris Coons. Mm-hmm. It's Mike Przicki. It's Joe Biden. It's everybody. All, Hello, is this Frederick? That all Frederick. has to be changed you know we had to take we had to do it's a whole new way of doing things and it's understanding we have to do it all together organize people and and that's it and that's it's it's a long it's going to be a long slog a lot of it's not even um you know electoral related yeah but like you said whether you're whether you're talking about issues whether you're knocking doors for local candidates national candidates fact of the matter is it's, it's a it's a similar program and we're all you know we're all sort of we're all sort of in it like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a it's a great point, and it's uh, another way that it's it's really good, uh, really important, really like just necessary that all these campaigns at, at these different levels are so connected. We have Kobe and Shanae, um running locally for Wilmington City Council, and then we have uh, Steph and Larry and Medina and Eric running for state rep, and then Jess running for Senate. It's again on that same platform, you know, especially if God forbid Bernie loses. You know, now we have a, a shot to actually still fight for these things, even if it's just in Delaware. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it, you know, you're gonna you're gonna take L's and the, the kind of work that we're doing and the kind of things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's just momentum forward. You know, you win two here, you win three the next time, you win two. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody here has been inspired by other local stuff that we've done, mm-hmm. and so you have to look at that. The Eugene Young campaign, which just worked on. That happened here. Carrie's campaign. I mean, most of the big, uh, most of the big folks here now that are running this were trained up on Carrie's campaign. You know, work with Working Families Party. Um, shout out to uh, Vanessa Clifford. Uh, worked with Justice Democrats. Shout out to Alex Rojas. Mm. Um, also friends of show. Um, yeah, that's how it's spreading. You know, yeah. it's not just oh this campaign or this thing. It's all, it's all sort of a unified thing. That's why solidarity is so important. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you definitely run into the Delaware way when you go out and do these things and it can get very frustrating. But, you know, even just knowing that even on such a sort of constrained campaign that that the Kerry campaign was able to pull off like 35 percent of the vote, it shows that there is a very solid, significant progressive base here in Delaware that is looking for change and and is is looking to work to make that change. Yeah, we're never going to stop, folks. So I'm losing my voice. Everybody's starting to starting to get worn down. Molly's actually starting to make calls now, uh, just now. She's going back in. She's getting back into it. Um, folks, 
go to her website. It's uh, Jess for Delaware, two S's, spell out the four, dot com, Jess for Delaware. Hit the donate button. Um, take a look at, at, at the, the, the website. You're going to see that all of the really important socialist leftist movements, she's got that program. Um, it's for everybody. Um, and so I hope you guys um, consider donating, considering volunteering to campaign. Uh, once again, we're coming to you from a location north of Brandywine River. I'm going to have to go back down Monkey Hill. That's going to be fun. But we'll enjoy it. We'll have something for you. Uh, hopefully this will be out to tomorrow, Tuesday. Get everybody fired up. And we'll have another uh, great episode out for you uh, Friday as well. Consider a patronage. But before you consider a patronage, give to the campaign. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Left is best.